Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. As I've been doing all week, I am going to tie together for you the various strands of the Ukraine hoax, the Clinton, not hoax, the hoax they wanted you to believe, the impeachment hoax, the Mueller was investigating uh, an actual Russian collusion scandal hoax, and I promise you, the connections between the Clintons, Ukraine, and all this stuff is going to absolutely astonish you. It will eat your lunch. Folks, don't go anywhere. I've got that big day yesterday, that, that ridiculous impeachment uh, show they did with the funeral procession. We'll cover all that stuff. Don't go anywhere. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Hey, baby. Doing good, Dan. Uh, all ready for another of uh, Dan's Kitchen bagel baking. Yes. Yeah, no, this one's good. So Joe's going to have his audience on Buzzman Hat on all day today oh, uh, because yeah. this is going to really blow your mind when you find out what the Clintons were yeah. really up to and how it relates to everything going on with Ukraine right now with the really hide. Let's get right to it. All Today's right. show brought to you by Buddy's Hat iTarget, ladies and gentlemen, the iTarget Pro system is the finest way out there to train yourself to be proficient with the firearm you own now. What are the two most important things if you own a firearm, right? Think about it. Safety first, always, and proficiency. If you're not proficient with it, it doesn't do you any good. Imagine a world where you might not be able to train in groups with your firearm. Well, it's happening right now in Virginia with their liberal governor. And according to the law, quote, a person shall be guilty of unlawful paramilitary activity, a felony. If he assembles with one or more persons for the purpose of training with, practicing with, or being instructed in the use of any firearm intending to employ such training for use or in furtherance of a, quote, civil disorder. This is Virginia. Who's going on Virginia right now? The point of the Second Amendment is to fight government tyranny. So if the state declares that your training could lead to a civil disorder, you could be guilty of a felony. Thankfully, you can train in the comfort, convenience, and privacy of your own home with the iTarget Pro system using their proprietary app and laser round, iTarget Pro will allow you to safely train with your actual firearm. You don't have to manipulate it. You take the laser round, you drop it in the firearm you have now once you safely unload it. Then when you dry fire, that laser round will emit a laser onto a target they send you. You can train in the safety and security of your own home. Use the offer code DAN, D-A-N, to get 10% off, plus free shipping. Don't let the government dictate when and where you practice with your firearms. Save time, save money, take your skill to the next level, safety and effectively with iTarget Pro. That's the letter I. TargetPro.com, offer code Dan, iTargetPro.com, offer code Dan. Grab it today. You're going to love this training system. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. First, so we set the table as to where we are in very Randy Macho Man kind of language here. Last night, uh, Roswell Rachel tried to promote another one of her ridiculous conspiracy theories on her uh, show on 9 p.m. on MSNBC. She had Lev Parnas on. Lev Parnas is this guy who is now being prosecuted for some alleged scheme. He's being prosecuted, I believe, in the Southern District of New York. He had had some contact with Rudy Giuliani about the Ukrainian malfeasance. The guy apparently is flipped now, is, is obviously trying to stay out of jail and is providing information. We discussed some of it yesterday. Some of it was written on the hotel notepad, which was uh, <laughs> candidly hilarious. Oh, yeah. I don't know where any that would. I mean, how that's evidence is beyond me. Uh, but he's become the new cause celeb amongst the liberals who are desperately trying to promote what? Conspiracy theory number 6,742 against Donald Trump. So what happened last night? So I want to set the table before I go through all the Ukraine connections, the Clintons, Iran. This stuff's going to blow your mind. What's going on? All right. What are the Democrats so desperate to hide in Ukraine? And how is it that this Lev Parnas operation resembles quite closely the whole thing they did with Michael Cohen being prosecuted at a Southern District of New York, too? What's the scheme? 
Get one of the district attorney's offices that leans left to prosecute a Trump associate for what would be mattress tag ripping off like crimes typically that aren't typically prosecuted, right? Right. Go prosecute them, get them to flip on Trump and get them to invent a bunch of conspiracy theories like Michael Cohen did. So this Lev Parnas thing is following that exact same trajectory because they just can't find anything on Trump. So they have to make it up, of course. So there was an article in the Wall Street Journal uh, this morning, and it had an interesting summation of what Parnas said. Again, Parnas was working with Rudy Giuliani on some of this Ukrainian malfeasance going on. And Parnas has these now unbelievable claims. Uh, Parnas said, quote, he warned top Ukraine aid. He warned top Ukraine officials on aid and potential cutoff of funds. Giuliani associate claims he pressed for investigations benefiting Trump politically. Um, ladies and gentlemen, there's a big problem with Parnas. Two big problems about his claims. And you'll see what the Democrats and, and, and deep staters and bureaucrats are so desperate to hide in Ukraine when I'm done with the next section. But they're using Parnas now to hide this again, just like they're using the impeachment hoax against Trump. First, he said last night on the Maddow show or implied that he relayed a message to Ukrainian officials saying, hey, listen, you don't do this stuff. President Trump is going to cut off aid to your country. Very simple, which would be some kind of a quid pro quo the Democrats are trying to prove. All right. Well, what's the problem with that, ladies and gentlemen? Well, from the Wall Street Journal piece, the guy, the Ukrainian official, the associate of the Ukrainian president, who allegedly Parnas said, if you don't do this, President Trump's going to cut off funds. <laughs> this guy, Serhi, his name is Sir Serhi Sheffer. Well, Mr. Sheffer, in a statement last year, said that his, his, his conversation with Mr. Parnas and his associate, Igor Fruman, was about their request to arrange a meeting with Mr. Giuliani. And that military aid, Joe, wasn't brought up. Oh, that's kind of a problem, folks. Uh -huh. Mr. Giuliani <laughs> said he didn't know that Mr. Parnas had relayed such a message to Ukraine. <laughs> Apparently, either did the guy Mr. Parnas says he relayed the message to. Uh. Again, folks. Don't let any of this get in the way of your tinfoil cap wearing conspiracy theories if you're on the liberal side of the spectrum. At some point, ladies and gentlemen, in this grand impeachment hoax, this embarrassment, this fraud hoax sham impeachment, at some point you're going to have to actually produce someone in Ukraine who claims they were a victim of the quid pro quo you, claims ex you claim exists that nobody on the Ukrainian side knows anything about. The Ukrainian president, there was no quid pro quo. This guy, Serhi Sefer, who apparently was told by Parnas, there's a quid pro quo. What does Sefer say? There was no quid pro quo. At any point, are you going to produce a victim? This is like the Democrats impeaching President Trump for robbing a bank, yet they can't find an actual bank that was robbed. Do you understand this? At some point, they're going to have to produce a victim? Yeah. This is why I said last night on the Ingram angle on Fox, and I meant it. I don't think they should dismiss this. There's no case. It's destroying the Democrats politically. It's hilarious. It's a face plant. It is killing them. Folks, if I thought they had anything on Donald Trump, I'd say, folks, it's time to worry. They're going to have to mount some defense and they better have an excuse for that behavior. The problem is there's no behavior to defend. They didn't do anything. Let the Democrats continue to parrot out Lev Parnas, who conveniently is under a federal investigation right now. He's obviously trying to get a deal. Who keeps saying these things that are refuted by evidence we already have? I told this Ukrainian, Joe. I told him, no wait if you don't do what Trump says. They asked the Ukrainian, sir. Did he say that? Mr. Sefford, he said, no, I didn't hear that. <laughs> are you guys ever going to produce a victim?
No quid pro quo. We've read the transcript of the call. The Ukrainian president said there was no deal. And now this guy Zephyr says there was no quid pro quo either. At some point, are you ever going to produce a witness who is actually a witness to a crime and a victim who was actually a victim of the crime you're alleged to high crime you're impeaching the president for? Are you ever going to produce a victim ever at any point? So partner's credibility problem number one. He says, I told this guy in Ukraine about the quid pro quo. The guy in Ukraine denies it. Credibility problem number two. Parnas said in the interview last night, Attorney General Bill Barr, he knew all about this. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Barr and his team have forcefully denied they knew anything about this repeatedly. Now, unless you're calling Bill Barr a liar, which I would be very hesitant to do, he doesn't need this job. He's been in a completely independent mind from day one. Unless you're willing to go on the record and defame this guy, I suggest Mr. Parnas reevaluate that one. Bill Barr knew? You sure about that? I would throw the... Oh, we got it, Paul. Ah. The red All flag right. is back. There it is. Throw in the red laundry oh. on the field. I'd review that play. I think that one's going to be overturned on review. Credibility problem number three for Lev Parnas, the new cause Lev, the new all-star of the left, Lev Parnas. Parnas says, well, you know what? Let me just listen to Parnas' own words. Here's a video from last night on the Rachel Roswell Rachel show, again, pumping another conspiracy theory, where Parnas tells Rachel Maddow that the Ukrainian ambassador Yovanovitch, who was monitoring me and others, which is really weird, by the way, um, you know, I'm not suggesting he was doing anything illegal. Which apparently, he was monitoring my social media, but kind of weird you're monitoring me. I thought we were conspiracy theorists. Yeah. What are you so worried about? Oh, they were monitoring us. That's, that's a fact. Yeah. Again, I'm not suggesting she broke the law. It says they were monitoring our social media, which is public. I'm simply suggesting if Marie Ivanovich, the Ukrainian ambassador, who I know was involved in some serious stuff over there, if Ivanovich was, wasn't concerned about us all because we're all wacky conspiracy theorists, then why were you having people watch our stuff? Maybe because we were exposing you? Yeah, kind of, right? Yeah, big fan, yeah. But Parnas, because Marie Ivanovich is another all-star on the left now because apparently she doesn't like Donald Trump, Parnas says that they wanted Yovanovitch gone, and that was the only reason for this operation. Rudy Giuliani, got to get rid of her. Here's Parnas on the Maddow Show. He's told me today a lot about that effort, including at one point apologizing for it, expressing regret. But he also made crystal clear why Yovanovitch was targeted the way she was. Do you believe that part of the motivation to get rid of Ambassador Yovanovitch to get her out of post was because she was in the way of this effort to get the government of Ukraine to announce investigations of Joe Biden. That was the only motivation. That was the only motivation. There's no other motivation. Okay. All right. You heard it. That's So, Joe, again, you know, you yeah. are the voice of the audience out there. Parnas is now on the record on a television interview yeah. on Roswell Rach's show saying, hey, the only reason we wanted this ambassador out there was because he was getting in the way of Trump. We tried to get, really? Because that's what? not what your indictment says. All right. Yeah. Hat tip Chuck Ross of the Daily Caller did a great job uncovering this one. That's funny, Joe. His indictment, Parnas's indictment, who's again under federal investigation, mm. just kind of a small nugget to note there, says he was pushing for Yovanovitch's removal in 2018. And the indictment says that a Ukrainian official demanded it. Wait, wait, wait. What? That's not what you just said. 
Uh, did I miss something, Joe? Did you miss? That? Did he say that wasn't the only reason? The other reason was Ukrainians wanted Yovanovitch out. <laughs> did you? Was that part? Did you cut? The, I didn't Joe, catch that part. You're dude. up to your old tricks again. You edited it, right? Come on. I was thinking Joe, about as the it. left says, did you deceptively edit that? Well, not deceptively. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that, so there's no statement out there you cut out to deceive no, our loyal audience, correct? No, never, never. Parnas at no point indicates that there's another reason they wanted Yovanovitch out, that right. the Ukrainians wanted her out. But that's what it says in his indictment. But again, liberals, don't let the facts get in the way of this. I will say finally, before I move on to the intricate web of losers that all know each other and all need each other in this case, folks, this guy has serious credibility issues, just like Michael Cohen did. Serious credibility issues. Michael Cohen, remember him who in the same Capitol Hill briefing said, said Trump would do anything to win and then made statements that like Trump didn't care about winning. And that's why he said, well, what, what story's true, dude? Which right. one? All right. Now I want to tie together this week. You know what? Before we do it, st- all right. I just want to, let's get the, I got to pay for my show. This is going to be one of the best segments we've ever done showing you. Here's the headline. What are the Democrats hiding in Ukraine? I hit on some of it yesterday. And takeaway number two, to keep that in mind, what they're hiding. All of the people involved in Ukraine impeachment spygate know each other, and they all need each other. All right, today's show also brought to you by buddies at NetSuite. Listen, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. That's what NetSuite by Oracle has set out to solve. That problem, we use NetSuite here. It is the best. So easy to use. Bongino Inc. would collapse without NetSuite. Because most companies don't have a clear picture of their finances. That's why a lot of businesses fail. Don't let your business fail. The question for any business owner out there, you a business owner? Are you confident you've got the right numbers at your fingertips? If I, Listen, if I can handle NetSuite, you can handle NetSuite. I'm not really a computer genius here. I love conservative content, political ideology. NetSuite, it was so easy to use, figured it out, lickety split. Serious entrepreneurs and finance teams run on NetSuite by Oracle. It's the world's number one cloud business system for a reason. It works. It's easy. NetSuite offers a full picture of your finances all in one place in real time, right from your phone or your desktop. No more guessing, no more worry that what you don't know could kill your company. That's why NetSuite customers grow. Get a load of this. Three times faster than the S&P 500, and you can too. It's your competitive advantage. Don't tell your competitors. Schedule your free demo right now. Receive their free guide, seven key strategies to grow your profits. Grow, grow at using netsuite.com slash Bongino, netsuite.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. It's a huge competitive advantage. This is a great system. Set up your free demo. Get your free guide today at netsuite.com slash Bongino, netsuite.com slash Bongino. Don't wait another day. It's a great system. We love it. Netsuite.com slash Bongino. Okay. Let's start painting a picture here of what the Democrats are so eager to make go away in Ukraine with their fake whistleblower complaints. Remember, whatever, as, as Tucker Carlson says, and I have to hat tip him on this, whatever the Democrats accuse you of doing, they are doing themselves. Why do they do that? Because they know the sycophantic, bootlicking, butt-kissing media will parrot whatever stupid talking point they have, regardless of any evidence exists or not. So what are they hiding in Ukraine? Let's go back to a gentleman named Victor Pinchuk. Oh, here we go. For those of you who listen to the show often, you zero 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 one percenters who figured out what I was getting at yesterday with Aspen. Thanks for your emails. I read them. 
For those of you, you'll probably figure out we're going with this right away. Victor Pinchuk, Ukrainian individual. What does Victor Pinchuk have to do with any of this? Well, let's go to screenshot number one. If you'd like to follow with the visuals at home, youtube.com slash Bongino, uh, you can watch these visuals as well. So Victor Pinchuk is a Ukrainian individual. He's very wealthy. And Victor Pinchuk is involved pretty heavily through his foundation with the Atlantic Council. Here is a press release from them, the Pinchukfund.org. The Victor Pinchuk Foundation supports the Atlantic Council's Ukraine and Europe initiative designed to galvanize international support for an independent Ukraine with insecure borders. Okay. What does this have to do with the Democrats? Oh, we'll get there. So Victor Pinchuk, very wealthy guy in Ukraine, has this initiative he supports with the Atlantic Council. The Atlantic Council, some of your antenna, ding, 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 already going up right now. Oh, yeah. Who else does Pinchuk know? Remember what we're talking about here? What are the Democrats hiding in Ukraine? I'm telling you what they're hiding is these people all know each other involved in the Trump takedown, and they all need each other to shut them up. Who else does Pinchuk know? It's a big donor to this Atlanta Council. That'll come up again in a minute. It's pretty tight with those Clintons. And the Clintons don't seem to want anybody to know that they know Pinchuk. Oh, remember this piece at the Washington Examiner? This is a doozy. Sarah Westwood from August of 2016. It's the best part about this show. We dig up old stuff. That's now new again. I'm really stoked about today's show. I slept super good last night. Right, Paula? Can you tell? Only, only one person would know that. Paul. Headline, Washington Examiner. Emails show Clinton denied, then met with Ukrainian donor. Who could that be? Who could that be? Oh. Uh, let's go to the piece and find out. Wow. Who she's trying to hide meeting with. Quote, Sarah Westwood. Emails made public Tuesday show a Ukrainian businessman and major Clinton Foundation donor. Wow. I'm sure that's not has nothing to do with this at all was invited to Hillary Clinton's home during the final year of her diplomatic tenure. What could Pinchuk need from the Clintons, Joe? Donates to the Clinton Foundation, supports the Atlantic, and what could he possibly need? I don't know. Let's go back to the piece and find out what they're trying to hide here. He may have needed. They all need each other, Joe. <laughs> Despite her spokesman's insistence in 2014 that the donor, Pinchuk, never crossed paths with the Clintons while she served as Secretary of State. Wow, that's odd. They have an email, email invite to her house and they're denying it ever happened. Goes on. Victor Pinchuk, who was given up to, wait, $25 million to the Clinton Foundation. Paula, is that a typo? Whoa. Is that $25? <laughs> no, no, Joe. This day, Paula's saying no. Yeah. Just so we're reading this. Victor Pinchuk, to Joe, that says $25 million, yeah, correct? Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, $25 okay, million, baby. Thank you. We yeah. have a twofer. We have two of them backing yeah. me up. Pinchuk's given up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation appeared on the guest list that was sent between Dennis Chang, an executive at the Clinton Foundation, and Huma Abedin, that's Clinton's right-hand woman, by the way, ahead of the June 2012 dinner. Abedin noted in a subsequent email that the gathering would be hosted in Clinton's home. Gosh. Hmm. So a really wealthy Ukrainian guy. Yeah. What are they hiding in Ukraine? Who knows? You'll know at the end of this. So this really wealthy Ukrainian dude who has apparently donated up to $25 million to the Clinton Foundation is invited to a meeting in the Clinton's house, a nice little cutesy dinner. We don't yeah. even invite anybody for dinner over here in our house. But this guy's going to the Clinton house. He also supports the Atlantic Council, too. Same guy. Same guy. Oh, you stole it. You stole it. He's stealing my Clinton <laughs> line now. 
When I was in the Secret Service, Clinton used to golf. He did a bad, it's a good, true story. He did a bad shot and a good shot. And the first line out of his mouth would be, same guy, same guy. Joe's stealing it now. <laughs> you got a footnote. So, it was good though, very funny. So you did have to do it. So what does Pinchuk need from the Clintons and why is he supporting the Atlantic Council? Okay, this story gets even better. Who else is associated with the Atlantic Council that this wealthy Ukrainian who's apparently really tight with the Clintons giving their foundation a whole lot of money have a dinner at the house? Crazy time. Who else is associated with the Atlantic Council that Pinchuk is funding? Wow, this is crazy. Look at this guy. Dmitry Alperovich, huh. he's on the Atlantic Council too? Dmitry Alperovich, some of you are like, who the hell's that? Nah, don't worry, folks. That's just the CEO of the CrowdStrike company <laughs> that parroted the story yeah. that the DNC was hacked by the Russians. Remember that company, CrowdStrike? So the CEO of the company, Alperovich, it sits on this council funded by the guy who's best buddies with the Clintons who had a real interest in making you believe the Russians hacked the DNC. Don't worry, media people, Nothing to see here. It's all a coincidence. Ladies and gentlemen, you're imagining all of this. This is just a big conspiracy theory. By the way, these are actually press releases from the Atlantic Council's own website. But don't worry, we made it up. Paula and I just photoshopped all of this today. Yeah, pretty good. Good. Thank you. She's very talented. Of course, this is real. We're joking. These are real. So you got the guy who's the CEO of the company that swears the Russians hacked the DNC. The FBI never looks at the server. He sits on the Atlantic Council, funded by a guy who's a major donor to the Clinton Foundation, who's having dinner at the house. Don't worry, folks. Nothing to see here. Move along. Who else is on the Atlantic Council? This is just crazy. All one big coincidence. Well, look, let's see the Atlantic Council's website again. Former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense Evelyn Farkas joins the Atlantic Council as a non-resident senior fellow. Press release by Evelyn Farkas. <laughs> wow. Crazy time. Mm. Who's Evelyn Farkas? Well, Evelyn Farkas came onto our radar screen back in about 2016. As you can see in this Fox News piece. She was a Department of Defense official at the senior level in the Obama administration. And she went on NBC and base MSNBC and basically blew up the whole spying scandal on the Trump team. Quote, Fox News, March of 2017, excuse me, 2017. Former Obama official discloses rush to get intelligence on the Trump team. Who was that Obama official? Crazy how this happens. Evelyn Farkas. This is nuts. Here's her quote. Fox News. Quote, I was urging my former colleagues and frankly speaking, the people on the Hill, it was more actually aimed at telling the Hill people, get as much information as you can, get as much intelligence as you can before President Obama leaves the administration. Farkas, who is now a senior fellow at the Atlantic Council, said, quote, because I had a fear that somehow the information, what information are they talking about, Joe? They're talking about the steel yeah. stuff? What intelligence did they have? Crazy. Would disappear with the senior Obama people who left. So it would be hidden away in the bureaucracy that the Trump folks, if they found out how we knew what we knew about their dealings with Russians, you mean like the steel stuff? That they would try to compromise those sources and methods, meaning we no longer have access to that intelligence. You mean your fake sources like Christopher Steele? Mm -hmm. Or the source Seal Steele said he had that was interviewed by the FBI in January 2017 that said it was all garbage, all the information. You mean that source? That's the one you're worried about? 
She goes on MSNBC, gives up the whole scam, and magically she appears at the Atlantic Council again. Crazy. Crazy. Coincidence. I'm whispering. It's probably driving you crazy. But don't worry. It's all a coincidence. So now we know very wealthy Ukrainian who donates to the Clintons, who appears to need something from the Clintons, having dinner over at the Clintons' house, who the Clintons deny. Hey, we don't know this guy. Shh. We have emails saying you know this guy. That doesn't matter with the Clintons. We're going to lie anyway. We know who sits on that Atlantic Council, this wealthy Ukrainian funds, the CEO of the company who says there's a DNC hack of the Russians, the woman who blows up the whole Spygate scandal and goes on MSNBC and uh, opens her mouth and basically reveals the whole Spygate scandal and then has to kind of like, Walk that thing back. She winds up in the Atlantic Council, too. Who else is the Atlantic Council partnered up with? Gosh, these NGOs, these non-governmental organizations, Joe, like the Atlantic Council, they really seem to know a lot of people. Quite a club. Crazy how they're all funded by people who seem to like the Clintons, and they seem to scoop up all these people on the way out, give them nice board seats. Maybe you should be quiet if you join the Atlantic Council. Who else do they partner up with? This Joe is crazy talk. Oh, no. So, Gary, it's all a big conspiracy theory, folks. Remember. Well, let's go to the uh, one of the biggest Ukrainian newspapers, the Kiev Post. The Kiev Post. Let's go to that. Look at this. Zlochevsky's Burisma and Atlantic Council signed a cooperation agreement. Wow. Published in January of 2017. Isn't this crazy? This is like the Saturday Night Live a uh, church lady special. Yeah, special. Slachewski's Burisma signs with the Atlantic Council, funded by the guy who's a Clinton donor, who the Clintons are denying knowing now. That's really nuts. Uh, who's Slachewski and what the hell's Burisma? Oh, Slachewski, who runs Burisma, who hired Hunter Biden, Joe Biden's kid, for a fancy lucrative board seat, despite Hunter Biden having no experience with Burisma's actual product, which is what? Natural gas. Bagels in the they oven. They sign a cooperation agreement. Ugh. This is Joe. Is this yeah, nuts? This is Th- crazy, this is dude. Clearly, seriously. We need. You know what? I, I'd hate to do it because someone will take a screenshot. But we need you to to fashion a tinfoil cap. We will cut to you on the side chat where you can put it on. I will. because we need our tinfoil caps today. This is this nuts. is all crazy time right now. It really I don't is. want to mess up Joe's great Elvis looking hair. I and you can that. see his Elvis <laughs> looking hair in an event we'll be doing, which we'll be announcing very shortly. I'm excited about. This but is nuts. Back to tinfoil cap yeah. time. Joe, clearly the Ukrainian Kiev Post is making this all up. Oh, man. Because it's a big conspiracy theory. So just to go back, the Atlantic Council, funded by a Clinton donor, the Clintons that I knowing, donated $25 million, who may need something from the Clintons. Oh, we'll get to that in a second. Funds an Atlantic Council which conveniently seats the CEO of the company alleging the DNC was hacked by the Russians. Gee, that benefited the Clintons, didn't it? The woman who gave up the whole Spygate scandal on MSNBC. And they're in a cooperation agreement with the natural gas company that hires Hunter Biden, the vice president's son, as he's the point man, Joe Biden, on Ukraine and natural gas in Ukraine. Don't worry, folks. Again, nothing to see here. Do we have a blindfold? No, I shouldn't say someone will send the blindfold to our, seriously. We have the greatest audience ever. They send stuff all the time. PO box is like overflowing with stuff. Don't worry. See no evil media, hear no evil. 
These are not worth entertaining these connections at all. Again, it's just a big coincidence. Now let's get back to our buddy Pinchuk here. So Pinchuk, who donates a whole lot of ducats to the Clinton Foundation, apparently he's having dinner over at the house. Maybe a little filet mignon. A little Delmonico steak. Yeah. Inside Joe from last night. He seems to need something, Joe. What could he possibly need? Well, you know, there's this fascinating Newsweek piece. Newsweek, believe it or not, that doesn't really do a lot of journalism anymore. But they may have stumbled across, you know, even a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while, right? Yeah. Story by Rory Ross from 2015, April of 2015. Headline, Hillary Clinton's big benefactor has trade links with Iran. Wow. Who could that be? (laughs) Definitely not Victor Pinchuk. Definitely not. No. Um, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it is Victor Pinchuk, <laughs> oh. who runs a company called Crazy. I know. I know. It's just, Joe, it's clearly nuts, but just try for a second to suspend this belief. So, Hillary's big benefactor, Pinchuk, this Ukrainian, Ukraine, again, what are they hiding in Ukraine? Gee, I don't know. Pinchuk, this wealthy Ukrainian, apparently has a company called Interpipe. And Interpipe sold some materials in the, according to the Newsweek piece. Again, it's not Bongino.com. This is Newsweek. I mean, we report facts. Newsweek doesn't always do that kind of stuff, but they stumbled on it here. Pinchuk sold some materials, some of his Interpipe products to Iran. Well, the problem with that is in that petrochemical industry, Iran is on a sanctions list. Iran is on a, uh, a, they're they're on a, a, a list where you can't do business specifically with Iran over a certain dollar amount. That dollar amounts a million dollars. Again, according to the piece, Pinchuk's sale of equipment to Iran in that field exceeded the uh, the uh, sanctions number by about $800,000. He sold $1.8 million in materials to Iran. Meaning what? Meaning Pinchuk may have found himself on a sanctions list in the United States, which probably would have done a, gone a long, long way towards harming his company. A sanctions list monitored by people at the State Department and who who was running the State Department back then? Come on. It'll come to me in a second. Blonde hair, lost the election, called us all deplorables. What was her name? Couldn't find Wisconsin on a map. Yes, that's right. Hillary Clinton. Crazy talk. Don't worry again, folks. It's all crazy. We're all nuts, right? So he could have popped onto the sanctions list. Kind of needs some help. After making this sale to Iran. Oh, the Iran deal negotiations were going on too. But again, don't worry. That's not related either. The Iran deal Obama wanted. Don't even worry about that. Where they would have got rid of a lot of those sanctions. That would have benefited Pinchuk. But don't worry. That's not related either. So just to sum up. A wealthy Ukrainian guy. Again, what are they hiding in Ukraine? They all know each other and they all need each other. A wealthy Ukrainian dude donates millions to the Clinton Foundation, meets with the Clintons or or is trying to at her house. The Clintons deny it. They're running away from knowing this guy, Pinchuk. Pinchuk's got a company that made a sale to Iran that could have popped him on our sanctions list, a list monitored by the Clintons. Pinchuk needs the Clintons. The Clintons need Pinchuk and they need his money. 
Everybody needs each other. Pinchot funds an Atlantic Council. The Atlantic Council has all these people intimately involved in the Spygate scandal that they're putting in board seats and everything too. They all need each other. They all need everybody to shut their pie holes and to keep their soup coolers closed because you're looking at the biggest scandal in U.S. history in Spygate. How many times do I have to tell you? Ukraine gate, fake whistleblower gate, impeachment gate, Mueller gate, spy gate. It's all the same players. Every show this week has documented an intricate web of imbeciles who all know each other, who all need each other to shut their soup coolers. And the currency of the realm is money and clush and plush board positions to keep your mouth shut. You picking up what I'm putting down? Again, oh, to all the yeah. liberal media lunatics out there. Yeah. Please. I'm with humility and respect. I'm just kidding. I don't respect you at all. But just for the sake of that sounding good, I'm <laughs> Paul is I'm not kidding. I really don't respect you. <laughs> I want you to challenge one of the connections I just made. Challenge one. Just tell anything I just said. Of course you can't, because I what I like to do is, I don't know if you noticed. But we didn't use any conservative websites in that reporting other than I would say the Washington Examiner, but they're they're pretty straight news. They have anti-Trump people, pro-Trump people. They do pretty straight news. Challenge anything I just said. You can't because you're all nuts. There's Pelosi on Fox. <laughs> we need to enter new documents into evidence. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Here it is. Here, here it is. I found it, Nance, from yesterday. Evidence. <laughs> really nice hotel. Adam Schiff is a meanie. This is the evidence. I found this in a hotel. This is the new evidence. It was next to Parnas's letter. Really nice hotel. <laughs> uh, marked evidence from yesterday. We should auction this off for charity, right? Evidence. You can frame it. Evidence. I would, but there's a, there's a read. There's an ad on the other side. I swear I donated to our buddies at Falls of Honor, one of the best charities out there. Give them a shout out. Yes, we love them. Ah, folks, if we just had a media that did their jobs, really, these people would be exposed for all the, 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 the idiocy. They're doing. We need new evidence. The president broke the law. Pelosi just, they, they were so desperate, folks, to hide the biggest political conspiracy in, in modern American history. And what they're doing is just relentlessly throwing jello at a wall and hoping one piece of it sticks. Let's make up another thing. Trump colluded with Ukraine. Actually, guys, it appears you guys colluded with Ukrainians. No, no, no. Media people, we want the opposite to be said. So stupid. All right. I, I got a lot to I got a lot more to get to. So, <laughs> let me just give you a little tease on what's ahead. <laughs> Folks, Rand Paul's not playing games. Um, you know I'm a big fan of Rand Paul. I get it. We don't know. Listen, and I'm not going to see eye to eye with every single politician up there. I look at principles. If a guy's principled on something and we disagree, at least he stands for something. And when it counts, sometimes he'll be there for you. I, I, again, not all of you are going to agree. You know, I'm a big fan of Rand Paul. Love Rand Paul. He's not playing games. I got an article on that coming up. Also got this New York Post cover coming up next. That's absolutely terrific. But I want to welcome an awesome new sponsor, our final sponsor of the day. Echelon. Folks, listen, it's the new year. I know you all want to get into shape, want to get lean and mean, but Paula's getting lean and mean right now. And we're welcoming aboard Echelon to get fit in 2020. You don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. Big mistake. The best way to get in shape, the best way is Echelon. 
Go to echelonfit.com to discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer high quality at-home cycling experience. Look at this. The beautiful Paula, youtube.com slash Bongino. If you want to see the awesome Paula rocking it on her Echelon bike at the corner of the bedroom we live in there pretty much 24-7 these days because we work at home rocking the Echelon bike. She loves it. Loves it. They're half the price of a Peloton, folks. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe, can you not attest to this? I am not the handiest guy around. I Remember you laughing at me in the Saverna Park studio? Joe has seen it. I can barely drill a screw in. Um, Joe had to help me with that. Nah. Not Hey, it's just true. No big okay? deal. I, I, I'm not kidding. Me and Paula put the Echelon. But Paula, did I not put it together? Thank you. I put it. Ah, it's very good, it's man. It's beautifully engineered. Must be Yeah, easy. I did. I actually figured right. it. It's really simple. Yeah. First responders, elite athletes, moms, dads, whatever your activity level, this Echelon bike is for you. They have daily live on-demand studio classes that are awesome right in your home. You don't even have to go to the gym. You will love Echelon. If you're not 100% satisfied, they give you your money back. Just pay shipping and restocking. You're going to love it. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Do not pay a ton for a Peloton. Buy an Echelon bike today. For under $1,000, you're not going to get a better deal anywhere. Go to echelonfit.com slash Dan to learn about their limited time, free Apple iPad, and complete details for this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash Dan. Echelonfit.com slash Dan. Go today. You're going to love this product. Paul is addicted to this. Okay. So moving on. Maybe saying, Dan, how can you not cover the, you know, hoax impeachment articles being delivered yesterday? We had a China deal. Folks, I am. There's just so much going on. It's like, you know, it's not even like drinking from a fire hose. It's like trying to drink from a tsunami hitting you on the shore. (laughs) I got to prioritize. So I tried to think of a way to simply sum up what happened yesterday. And the New York Post did it for me. New York Post cover today up in New York pretty much sums up everything that happened. And it's basically a split screen. The headline is sign of the times. You have the hapless conspiracy theory promoting Nancy Pelosi signing the hoax impeachment articles. And then President Trump landing an enormous trade deal, signing that with China. This is it. Good job, New York. That sums it up. There you go. Um, I've already addressed the impeachment hoax over a series of shows. So the fact that they signed the hoax yesterday in that goofy ceremony, folks, Nancy Pelosi's focus group tested talking point was what, Joe? Everything's going to be, Joe, it's a sad, somber, serious moment, right, Joe, with impeachment? Sure did. Yeah. Remember that. Mm -hmm. You heard it, right? If I I had some Visina, drop it in my eyes right now, let it trip down. So we should all be crying. Well, Nancy Pelosi yesterday for a sad and somber moment. So she's signing the thing. I showed a video, but it's just such a, you've seen it a million times. She's signing the impeachment. She's like this, taking pictures. Everybody join in selfie time. She's handing out the pens like it's like an eBay convention. Look, put this on eBay. We can get a thousand bucks for this. She's literally handing out the pens like it's a celebration. Here you go, folks. Pen time. (sighs) Yes, that happened. Yeah. You can see the video of the absurdities yourself. Somber. Look, you get a pen. You get, it's like Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. You you get a car. Selfie time, buddy. You get a, they should have had Oprah there to do the announcement. You get a pen. You get a pen. It was so dumb. And superimposed, or I should say split screen to be precise. 
Next to the image of President Trump signing this massive trade deal with China. Listen, Democrats, I'm not here to give you advice. I am a conservative. I'm a partisan, obviously. I don't run from it. I love what I do. I love my job. And I love being a conservative. And I'm proud of it because I believe in freedom. But I'm telling you as objectively as a partisan like me possibly can be. If you think what you did yesterday made you look somewhat edgy or cool or at the tip of the political spear, you grossly miscalculated. You look like morons. I was at a restaurant last night leaving. I was on the line to get my car because everything in Florida is valid. Everything. You cannot park your own car anywhere in Florida. I'm not kidding. Anywhere. You can't park your car and everything's valet. So I'm waiting for my car and the guy, they missed me for a few stops. So people knew me from Fox. Paula, how many people talked about the impeachment? They all came out. This is so stupid. They were like, I'm like, I know, I know, I get it. The only thing they did was piss off about 40% of America. That's all you did. All right. You will gain nothing from this politically. With your funeral procession with the articles, they were like this. And Caleb, Caleb Hall, who's great on Twitter, he, he works with us, full disclosure, but Caleb, they're walking with the articles, right? <laughs> and they have them like this. And they're trying to look somber over to the house. So Caleb put the the the, uh, the Darth Vader theme song in the background. It's so great. Maybe I'll retweet that today. It's cla- I think Devin Nunes retweeted it too. It's hysterical. They're trying to look all somber. They really just look dopey. Now, on the trade deal quick, because I do, I got a lot to get to. A lot of you email me, hey, what's the deal? Is this good or bad? Folks, I am an avid free trader. It gets me in a lot of trouble with my audience, I'm, but I'm not here to lie to you. Again, I'm here to just tell you the truth. What I feel is truth and factual. You don't have to agree with me. I read your emails on it. I think this trade deal with China is a huge deal. I've always been a free trader as long as it's fair and as long as the rules apply to both sides. It's clear the Chinese have cheated for a long time. We get that. I'm actually glad the president fought back. But this trade deal will be a big deal. And the easiest way to sum up why trade deals are a good thing and free, tr- free and fair trade is a good thing. The easiest way to sum it up is an analogy we have not used in a long time. It's simple, but it's easy to understand. Imagine two islands. Forget two countries, because sometimes oh. with currency exchanges and stuff, it gets confusing. Yeah, here we go. You, yeah, I know. Joe's heard this yeah. a million times. So, and listen, this is you're like a zero 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 one. If you remember this one, because we start we started using this analogy when we went to the convention in yeah. South Carolina for CRTV like four years ago. Folks, you have two islands. They trade with each other. You may say to yourself, like, well, if we have a trade. Deficit. In other words, they're sending us more stuff than we're sending them. A trade deficit. Well, is that a bad thing? I don't know. Which island do you want to live on? Do you want to live on the island that's getting shipments from the other island of a whole bunch of stuff you don't have to make? Or do you want to work to produce it yourself to give it to them? I want the stuff. I'm just asking. So do I. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I get it. It's a very simplistic model. It I, I do not believe that the Chinese have been fair trading partners, so I do agree with what the president did to get to this endpoint here. But I'm simply suggesting to you, when you distill down free trade to simple analogies like that, it is easier to understand. If the Chinese want to produce a bunch of cheap rubber dog toys, we'll take them. We have the smartest, most educated workforce in the world. We don't need to be making rubber dog toys, okay? We don't. I can't say that enough. 
Our expertise in the future is going to be 3D manufacturing, high-end manufacturing, very complicated computer-generated assembly lines, AI, the medical technology, gene technology. This is where the future of the United States is. Why would we want our people busting their butts, grinding their fingernails down to the bone if we can get them jobs they're smart enough, we are bright enough and hardworking enough that don't require them to do that? That can just type a few pieces of code into a computer that'll do that. I'm not telling anybody to learn to code like dopey Joe Biden. Not everybody wants to code a computer. I'm simply suggesting to you that there are other opportunities in the future for jobs that will pay a lot of money that don't require you to kill yourself every single day in a manual labor job that you could do more with. We have people out there. I mean, I'll give you just a quick example. I painted in college. I was a painter. Even the guys painting my house are dealing with equipment I've never seen before. I'm not even kidding. And you know what? That equipment makes their job easier. Yeah. They're still busting their butts, but mm -hmm. it's equipment I've never seen before. I'm not even kidding. They just paint with a brush and a roller. These guys have some really fancy stuff out there. Free trade is a good thing. Gosh, it's hot in here today. You see me sweating a little bit? That's even with the makeup mattifier on. Dying. All right. Good thing. Big deal yesterday for Trump, especially when contrasted with this ridiculous impeachment hoax and Nancy Pelosi doing the Oprah giveaway. You get a pen. You get a pen. All right. So Rand Paul's not kidding around, folks. So this article in Politico, and I very rarely put out in the show notes articles from, you know, bull. Um, because they're a left-leaning rag. But once in a while, there's an article worth your time and reading, even if it is from a left-leaning slant, which Politico pretty much always is. Uh, this Politico Congress will be up in the show notes today. Please subscribe to our newsletter. We'll send you these articles every day. Bongino.com slash newsletter. We will send you these articles every day. Join our email list. Uh, we will not spam your inbox, I promise. This is a really good article, though. Uh, quote, Rand Paul threatens fellow Republicans with explosive witness votes. Again, a headline that's kind of hyperbolic and hysterical, but good for Rand Paul. This guy is not playing games. And what is Rand Paul actually threatening, according to the headline, to do? Well, of course, you have weak-kneed Republicans out there, like fake Republican, really more of a Democrat, Mitt Romney. Demi he's more of a dino, not a rhino. Romney's like a Democrat name. He's not really a Republican at all, uh, Romney. He's a fake. Uh, so, you know, we're always worried about Romney, of course, always taking the side of the Democrats. But, Joe, don't worry. Only on things that actually matter. When it doesn't matter, like naming a building after someone, Romney is definitely on the Republicans' team yeah. because he needs to win the Republican primary in Utah and stay a senator because he's power-hungry. So... Romney's like, yeah, yeah, maybe we should get some new witnesses up there in this Senate trial. Witnesses, I thought you guys just voted. Jerry Nadler said, Joe, clearly during his impeachment press conference yesterday, which I found ironic, that the case against President Trump was open and shut. <laughs> he said it. I was, you just impeached the president on what you just said was an open and shut case. But Joe, simple question here. Tell me if I'm crazy. Please mm -hmm. stop me. If the case is open and shut and you just impeached the president on an open and shut case, why do you need new witnesses? That's a good question, Dan. I thank you, Producer Joe. I'm yeah. just asking, folks. You can't have it both ways. Either the president's guilty of sin and you made your case and impeached him, or you didn't, you made a crap case, and now you're trying to invent new evidence. Like, oh, wait, here it is. Evidence! It's back. Uh -huh. Evidence. I have new evidence. <laughs> 
So now they need new evidence. So they want witnesses because the old evidence that they impeached the president on apparently was garbage, despite Nadler saying it was open and shut, man. Case is open and shut. So Rand Paul's saying, okay, if we're going to take a vote on individual witnesses, well, I want to talk to Hunter Biden. Yes. Nice. Love this guy. Love this guy. Man, I like Rand. That's fine. Man's principled. I've met the man personally. Full disclosure. I love Rand. This guy is not messing around. I was going to say something else. No, not what you think. Rand's not kidding. He's saying if we're going to take a vote on witnesses, I want Hunter Biden up there from the piece. This is great. Quote, Rand Paul says if four or more of his GOP colleagues, he's talking about Romney and the crew, the, the squad, they're the Republican squad, Joe, <laughs> the squad part due. <laughs> or like Alien and Aliens, the sequel, squads. This is squads. I had a, the guy sent me a bunch of sequel things. That was really funny, by the way. You know who you are. I got your email. Paul says if four or more of the GOP squad join with Democrats to entertain new witness testimony, he'll make the Senate vote on subpoenaing the president's preferred witnesses, including Hunter Biden and the fake whistleblower. I added fake in there. Who revealed the Ukraine scandal. Polarizing picks who moderate Republicans aren't eager to call. So he has a simple message for his party. End the trial before witnesses are called. I love this guy. I love this guy. He says, quote, if you vote against Hunter Biden, you're voting to lose your election, basically. Seriously, that's what it is. One for Mr. Paul. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. I love Ray. Brilliant. Yeah. So do I. So do I. So, you know, the squad led by Mitt. They're worried about the squad because the squad really knows this case is a hoax. They just want to hurt the president because Romney doesn't like him, of course. Again, he's a dino, you know, the Democrat in name only. You know, he's not really a rhino. He doesn't, he doesn't even earn rhino status. So Romney and them are going to fold like a cheap suit. Let's get some new witnesses in here to make a new case we couldn't make after we impeached the president. Because he's working with the Democrats, rhino Romney, dino rhino Romney. No, you know what? <laughs> he's a drino, a Democrat, a Democrat and Republican. A drino. Romney's a drino. <laughs> there you go. Drew, put a little thing in there. Drino. Drino alert with a little buzzer. Drew's, of course, our video producer. With a little breaking news. Drino alert. Mitt Romney. I keep thinking All plumbing. All saying, okay, let's take a vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. You. Paul saying, let's take a vote on everyone. So if you're going to be a drino like Romney and, and that disaster Murkowski in Alaska, who's really almost as bad, if not worse than Romney, that's fine. You do your thing. But I'm going to make you vote on Hunter Biden, too. You getting what he's doing? Yeah. So then when you do oh, your yeah. drino thing, because Romney and Murkowski, because remember, they're on the Democrats team. They won't vote to get Hunter Biden up there. Make no mistake. We're going to make sure every single person in the Republican primary, when you're up for election next, knows that you voted for fake witnesses to impeach the president. But when it came to real witnesses like Hunter Biden and the Burisma place he worked that partnered with the Atlantic Council that was funded by the Clinton donor who was selling stuff to Iran. Yeah, that guy. We're going to make sure everybody knows you voted against them, too. Have at it, Mittens. Good luck, buddy. Run your new squad over there. Listen, this show's become a force because of you. Hundreds of thousands of people tune in thanks to you. You. I can only watch once. Believe me, Mittens is listening. Drino Mittens. Go ahead, Mitts. 
Do your thing. Let's see where you vote on the Hunter Biden. You want witnesses? We're going to get witnesses, all right. How about the fake whistleblower, too? Remember, yeah. we can't mention his name. Oh, yeah. God forbid. But. Shh. All right. Remember, every other whistleblower is to be outed by every new. Remember Adam Lovinger, that whistleblower? Yeah, He's yeah. to be outed by every liberal right. out there wants to humiliate him. But no, no. Fake whistleblowers, you definitely got to keep their Oh, names man. Going. Joke. What a scam. Total. <laughs> careful bro alright one last story because I'm running out of time I, let me see what we, did I actually no I didn't get through it all you know what Paula can we skip ahead to the Wall Street Journal thing because it's important I'll get to this one story tomorrow the Washington Times story is really good I'll get to it tomorrow but just give you a heads up the guy who I told you who is totally biased the guy David Chris who was appointed by the FISA court judge to look at FISA abuse even this guy doesn't think the FBI is doing a good job reforming their FISA procedures. But I'll, I want to talk about that at length, so I'll get to that tomorrow. So stay tuned. It's an important story. But I have this label, and I'm not kidding. I have it labeled as the most important story of the day. You may be like, why one? Why are you covering it last? Well, because it requires just a little bit of, of analysis here. But secondly, it could be a... To given all everything I just talked about, I'm not kidding when I tell you the gravity of this story is important. All right, what is it? It's a story at the Wall Street Journal, ladies and gentlemen, about the black vote. And believe me, it is worth your time. It's by Dan Henninger. It says, can Trump earn black support? Biden, Sanders, and Warren would say that these new minority jobs fell like manna from heaven, the jobs that minority voters are getting. The workers getting them may credit the president. Ladies and gentlemen, I say this is the most important story of the day because if what I'm about to get to in this story is true and Trump defies history, and gets anywhere close to 20, 25, even 30% of the black vote. Again, that would be unprecedented. I'm not kidding when I tell you the Democrat Party could be done for a generation. You don't believe me? Look at the screenshot from this piece. Quote. Now, they're citing here, just before I get to this. There have been recent polls, a couple of them showing President Trump is at an astonishing 30% approval amongst the black vote. Ladies and gentlemen, we've never seen anything like that in the modern era. Tenninger says, quote, the reason this unlikely 30% number breaks the seals in Democratic heads is that for years, it's been a rule of thumb in politics that if black support for Republicans ever reach 20% of the total vote, a Democratic presidential candidate would not be able to win. Ever. Ever. That's not me adding the ever. That's in the piece by Henninger. Folks, that is axiomatic. Tautological. That is a numerical fact. If a GOP candidate hits 20% of the black vote and gets 20% of black voter support, the Democrats are finished. They have no chance. If Trump gets 30 you are looking at a sea change in politics. You're looking at the potential of him winning 38 to 40 states in the next election, if that number is true. Why? Easy to say, but why is that? Republicans in the last few election cycles have cleaned up in the exurbs, rural America, and sometimes in the suburbs, struggling a little bit in the suburbs this time. Where do the Democrats clean up? In the cities. Large minority populations in the cities. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if the cities and swing states don't vote 80 to 90 percent for President Trump and God forbid for the Democrats, it's 70, 30, even 65, 35, the Democrats are finished. Because in the suburbs, the exurbs, and in rural America combined, Trump could clean up at 65, 70% of the vote in some of these states. Now, I know this topic is very familiar to Joe and I both, who are deeply familiar. Joe was in Maryland politics for, gosh, 20 years on the radio. I ran twice in the state of Maryland. Maryland has the Mm -hmm. distinction of having a very large population of very wealthy, successful black voters. It has the wealthiest uh, primarily black county in the country, in Prince George's County, Maryland. Larry Hogan, who honestly, I'm not a huge fan of, but the Republican governor just won a, yes, the Republican governor just won a landslide Man. victory in his reelection campaign. Again, not a huge fan of Hogan, but for the purposes of this story, it matters. How did he do it? He got record numbers of black voters in Baltimore City and Prince George's County to vote for him. He won a landslide in Maryland, one of the deepest blue states in the country. Imagine Trump replicating not Hogan's campaign model. Hogan's kind of a rhino himself, but yes, (laughs) Trump's been a strong conservative, right? But imagine him replicating that across the country. Ladies and gentlemen, the Democrats would be finished. And I say to black voters out there, viewers of our show, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart with absolute sincerity, give us a shot. You are always, always welcome here. Always. We, you, unlike the Democrats, we will not judge you. We don't engage in, as George W. Bush said, and he was right. I'm not a huge fan of him, but this is the best line. We don't engage in the soft bigotry of low expectations like the Democrats. You will be treated like a human being with the dignity you naturally possess by God on this show and elsewhere. You have a welcome home in a party that defends the big R, God-given rights of everyone, you included. What do you have to lose at this point? The Democrats have entirely abandoned you and forfeited away your future, the history, and the future of your kids, the future of your grandkids. They have destroyed the places you you live. They have destroyed inner cities. They have destroyed some of the suburbs you reside in, like Prince George's County, Maryland, where they can't get their heads out of their butts. You deserve a better future, too. Because you is us. There's no us in them. There's only us. You're American citizens, too. This is your country. You deserve a better tomorrow. And although I'm absolutely convinced that the GOP doesn't have an answer to all your problems, candidly, they may cause some of your problems too. We've got some weak ones too. I am a thousand percent convinced that the cause of your problems with government are caused almost exclusively by liberals. What do you got to lose? Thanks for tuning in, folks. Don't miss tomorrow's show. Again, we'll cover that story and more. This has been a week of exposing the interconnections between all these players. I hope it's all making sense right now. Please share the show. I really appreciate it. You've grown our audience tremendously. We are up dramatically. The audience is growing so big, it's hard to even uh, price out what it's worth anymore because every day the price changes. We are really (laughs) growing that much. Please subscribe to the show on video as well, youtube.com slash Bongino. We're trying to get to 400,000 subscribers. And finally, I just want to give a shout out and thank um, Eddie Bravo. As you know, I love Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It has been doing it for 20 years. Headed out to a private lesson today, as a matter of fact, with my buddy Steve. 
But uh, Eddie Bravo, who is one of the godfathers of jujitsu, just the jujitsu genius, founder of 10th Planet, uh, a rubber guard assassin in every respect. You know what I mean if you roll. One of the finest jujitsu players ever in the history of the sport. Gave us a nice uh, shout out on the Joe Rogan podcast, the world's number one podcast. And uh, I deeply appreciate that. Uh, thank you very much. It meant a lot to me, I think, more than you know. So thank you very much. All right, folks. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.